This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Genesis chapter 7 through Genesis chapter 10, verse 1. The Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, for I consider you godly among this generation. You must take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, the male and its mate, two of every kind of unclean animal, the male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird in the sky, male and female, to preserve their offspring on the face of the entire earth. For in seven days I will cause it to rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and I will wipe from the face of the ground every living thing that I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood waters engulfed the earth. Noah entered the ark along with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives because of the flood waters. Pairs of clean animals, of unclean animals, of birds, of everything that creeps along the ground, male and female, came into the ark to Noah, just as God had commanded him. And after seven days, the flood waters engulfed the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the seventeenth day of the month, On that day, all the fountains of the great deep burst open and the floodgates of the heavens were open, and the rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very day, Noah entered the ark accompanied by his sons, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, along with his wife and his sons' three wives. They entered, along with every living creature after its kind, every animal after its kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, everything with wings. Pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life came into the ark to Noah. Those that entered were male and female, just as God commanded him. Then the Lord shut him in. The flood engulfed the earth for forty days. As the waters increased, they lifted the ark and raised it above the earth. The waters completely overwhelmed the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the waters. The waters completely inundated the earth so that even all the high mountains under the entire sky were covered. The waters rose more than 20 feet above the mountains, and all living things that moved on the earth died, including the birds, domestic animals, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth, and all humankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. So the Lord destroyed every living thing that was on the surface of the ground, 
including people, animals, creatures that creep along the ground, and birds of the sky. They were wiped off the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark survived. The waters prevailed over the earth for a hundred and fifty days. Genesis chapter 8 But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and domestic animals that were with him in the ark. God caused the wind to blow over the earth, and the waters receded. The fountains of the deep and the floodgates of heaven were closed, and the rain stopped falling from the sky. The waters kept receding steadily from the earth so that they had gone down by the end of the 150 days. On the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on one of the mountains of Ararat. The waters kept on receding until the 10th month. On the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains became visible. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven. It kept flying back and forth until the waters had dried up on the earth. Then Noah sent out a dove to see if the waters had receded from the surface of the ground. The dove could not find a resting place for its feet because water still covered the surface of the entire earth, and so it returned to Noah in the ark. He stretched out his hand, took the dove, and brought it back into the ark. He waited seven more days and then sent out the dove again from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there was a freshly plucked olive leaf in its beak. No one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. He waited another seven days and sent the dove out again, but it did not return to him this time. In Noah's six hundred and first year, in the first day of the first month, the waters had dried up from the earth, and Noah removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. And by the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was dry. Then God spoke to Noah and said, Come out of the ark, you, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you all the living creatures that are with you. Bring out every living thing, including the birds, animals, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Let them increase and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Noah went out along with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives. Every living creature, every creeping thing, Every bird and everything that moves on the earth went out of the ark in their groups. Noah built an altar to the Lord. He then took some of every kind of clean animal and clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled the smoothing aroma and said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of humankind, even though the inclination of their minds is evil from childhood on. I will never again destroy everything that lives as I have just done. While the earth continues to exist, Planting time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night will not cease. Genesis chapter 9 God's covenant with humankind through Noah. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Every living creature of the earth and every bird of the sky will be terrified of you. Everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea are under your authority. You may eat any moving thing that lives. As I gave you the green plants, I now give you everything. But you must not eat meat with its life, that is, its blood in it. For your lifeblood, I will surely exact punishment. From every living creature, I will exact punishment. From each person, I will exact punishment for the life of the individual, since the man was his relative. Whoever sheds human blood by other humans, must his blood be shed. For in God's image, God has made humankind. But as for you, be fruitful and multiply, increase abundantly on the earth and multiply on it. God said to Noah and his sons, Look, I now confirm my covenant with you and your descendants after you. 
And with every living creature that is with you, including the birds, the domestic animals, and every living creature of the earth with you, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature of the earth, I confirm my covenant with you. Never again will all living things be wiped out by the waters of a flood. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. And God said, this is the guarantee of the covenant I'm making with you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all subsequent generations. I will place my rainbow in the clouds and it will become a guarantee of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, then I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures of all kinds. Never again will the waters become a flood and destroy all living things. When the rainbow is in the clouds, I will notice it and remember the perpetual covenant between God and all living creatures of all kinds that are on the earth. So God said to Noah, this is the guarantee of the covenant that I am confirming between me and all living things that are on the earth. The Curse of Canaan The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. Now Ham was the father of Canaan. These were the three sons of Noah, and from them the whole earth was populated. Noah, a man of the soil, began to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of the wine, he got drunk and uncovered himself inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father's nakedness and told his two brothers who were outside. Shem and Japheth took the garment and placed it on their shoulders. Then they walked in backwards and covered up their father's nakedness. Their faces were turned the other way, so they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his drunken stupor, he learned what his youngest son had done to him. So he said, Curse be Canaan, the lowest of slaves, he will be to his brothers. He also said, Worthy of praise is the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. May God enlarge Japheth's territory and numbers. May he live in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be the slave of Japheth. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. The entire lifetime of Noah was 950 years, and then he died. Genesis chapter 10, verse 1. This is the account of Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Sons were born to them after the flood. New Testament reading. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 21. God is love. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God, and everyone who loves has been fathered by God and knows God. The person who does not love does not know God because God is love. By this, the love of God is revealed in us, that God has sent his one and only Son into the world so that we may live through him. And this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and set his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God so loved us, then we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God resides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we reside in God and he in us and that he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the father has sent the son to be the savior of the world. If anyone confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God resides in him and he in God. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has in us. God is love, and the one who resides in love resides in God, and God resides in him. By this, love is perfected with us, 
so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment because just as Jesus is, so also we are in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love dries out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears punishment has not been perfected in love. We love because he loved us first. If anyone says, I love God, and yet hates his fellow Christian, he is a liar, because the one who does not love his fellow Christian whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And the commandment we have from him is this, that the one who loves God should love his fellow Christian too. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Merciful God, we thank you. God, we thank you for your account, O oh God, of your covenant faithfulness, O oh God, to your people. God, we thank you, O oh God, that till this day, O oh God, you have kept your promise, O oh God, that when we see the covenantal sign of your rainbow, Shining in this bright sky, God, we know that it's your promise that you will never again cover this earth with water, oh God, and flood this earth again because of our sin. God, we thank you for that covenant promise, oh God, that you have kept till this day and will continue to keep, oh Lord God, until the coming of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for your faithfulness. God, we thank you for your compassion, for your mercy, oh Lord God for your loving kindness toward us. God, we thank you that you are a God of love, oh God. Slow, slow to anger and abounding in love. God, would you, would you fill us with your love, oh God? Would you perfect us in your love, oh Lord God, so that we would love our neighbors as ourselves, so that we would love our siblings in Christ, oh Lord God, so that repentance would flow, O oh Lord God, from one to another, O oh Lord God, as we have sinned against others, O oh Lord God, and we too have been sinned against. Would you help us to be a people marked by love, confession of sin, and repentance, O oh God? We pray that your love, that people who are not yet believers, O oh God, who are not yet Christian, will come to know the love of God by our actions, that they would know that we are your disciples by the way that we love. God, I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag get in the word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.
continue your journey to get in God's Word with Bible study resources from InterVarsity Press. Visit ivypress.com and find hundreds of great options and use the code THEWORD to get 30% off and free U.S. shipping on any title. That's ivpress.com and the code THEWORD to discover all the great Bible study tools available at IVP.